Well, hello and welcome to our second podcast of Serious Census. I'm Linda Saunders and we're joined also by my amazing co-host Tiffany Harding, where we're talking about everything census and things that are serious, that are near and dear to us in the post-acute assisted living and senior living space and uh, a very changing landscape that we've all worked with, um, especially during 2020. So as we start our second uh, cast here, our topic is beefing up our pipelines during the COVID restrictions and what we can be doing um, to be proactive, to be creative, um, and to be impactful. So I'm going to turn this over to Tiffany, and she's going to share some of her expertise and insights with you today. Thanks, Linda. Happy to be here again, and thanks all for listening in. Yeah, so this is a, a really uh, exciting thing because I think you're going to be able to take away some very tactical um, items today that I want you to go and give it a try because everyone is saying the same thing in the, in the space. Our, our seniors are waiting, they're afraid to move into our communities because of COVID or our external marketing and sales representatives can't go out to lead generate. We can no longer have events on our campus the way we once, we once could. Uh, we can't bring people in for tours. And so lead generation is definitely challenged but it certainly hasn't stopped. And, you know, we're well over a year into this now. And, you know, we wanna make sure that we're not waiting and that we're actually taking some time to redefine and redesign our lead generation strategies. And it can't all just fall on the digital marketing age. You know, we've gotta be able to do some really creative ways to, to make connections with people and start those conversations so you can lead your prospects down through the sales cycle. And so one of the biggest things I want to talk about today is about the event side, because I know that that's a really great space that we have always enjoyed being able to throw events on our communities and our facilities. And we have been really successful in getting people to come in and have creative great content for them to experience with us and all that's been taken away. And what I want to tell you is that there's hope for stuff that you can do right now um, and, and that I hope you take away and you end up doing this today, tomorrow, and in the future. So the first thing I want to recommend is that we redefine how you do your open houses. You know, this is something you can open your doors to everyone. Um, but you do that in a virtual platform. And mistake number one that people make with this is that they decide to go and do a live feed on a social platform. And the reason that that's a mistake is that you're not able to lead capture any information. So my first recommendation with doing any type of event, whether it is going to be an open house or you're going to have a guest speaker come in and do a presentation, uh, whatnot, you know, make sure that you have some sort of event module that's set up that can be virtual. It could be through Zoom, through uh, Microsoft Meetings, things like that. So those, those types of platforms can easily be utilized 
uh, to create a registration account so that you're able to capture, at the very least, a name and an email address. Because that leads to part two to my recommendations. Make sure you're following up. If you're doing a live event on a social media platform, you're not able to make those live connections to follow up with people uh, regarding your content, regarding your services, regarding your availability. So you can't continuously work with those and, and create touch points if you never capture the lead information on the front end. So, and then when you do follow up, make sure it's meaningful. Have those meaningful, authentic, genuine conversations, even if it's in an email. Uh, one of my favorite ways to reply to emails is actually through video. You know, take a video of yourself, practice this a few times, because I promise you it's a little uncomfortable, but take a video of yourself and send it as your reply to your email. It's a great way to create a humanistic approach to such a digital world right now. And, you know, just make sure that you continue to stay connected. Post your conversation, you know, make sure you send something to that person. If they're a really good, strong prospect, go ahead, send them a little gift box that has maybe a magazine on the topics that you guys discussed, if they love gardening or they really love the cooking channel. Um, you know, as you're going through that discovery with your prospects, make sure that your follow-up is very meaningful and personal. Um, but again, going back to getting people into your pipeline, when you're doing these events, you need to make sure that you're doing it in a way where you're able to capture leads and um, it gives you a way to have a next step. And I know that some of your, some of our marketing professionals who are constantly out in the hospitals are like, well, we can't go into the hospitals. And, um, you know, I want, Linda, I want to kick this over to you because, you know, I know you've done a lot in the way of working within the hospital systems and kind of being a bridge between hospitals and facilities and, and uh, communities in the form of CEO. So can you talk a little bit about that strategy and how that unfolds? Sure, Tiffany. Um, great insight on those events. Uh, I really appreciate that. Um, absolutely. Um, as you know, our referral sources that are out there, um, primarily your case managers, your nurses, social workers, those navigators, um, they're all licensed individuals that in the majority of the states um, here, they have a, a continuing education requirement in order for them to have their license renewed. And it could be 10 hours every two years or 20 hours. And so one of the, the great things, even as access was becoming more limited in the hospitals, and certainly since COVID, is through um, education. You know, they don't want online CEs. They don't want to do a take-home CE. They really want the human contact too. So I'll, a lot of um, what I've done in the last several years, not just in 2020, was providing those CEs for those licensed professionals as a means of, of creating that conduit, creating that interconnectivity so that the um, sponsoring organization, um, a skilled nursing facility, assisted living, or a, a CCRC type model could have a, um, a captured audience to, to be able to share their message, to be able to um, announce their outcomes or how um, they are serving as their hospital or their healthcare entity's partner, but then they also get their education at the same time. And some of that education is required. For instance, like your ethics, 
and, um, and, and some of those, they have to have a certain amount of hours there. And so um, being able to teach some really cool out of the box things that people are excited about. Um, and some of the, the, um, the most popular topics in the last year have been you know, finding balance in the midst of chaos. You know, I started teaching that two years before COVID and then the demand for it just shot up or um, fearless in the face of crisis, chaos and uncertainty because that, that finish line or the end game, it, it was just such a moving target that people were struggling with that too. And just to be able to get their courage up. And then also along with it, um, a relatively new program, which does count as one of those ethics hours is um, how to um, mindfully navigate ethical dilemmas during the pandemic, because there's been a boatload of them throughout the entire healthcare constellation, very different perspectives. And a lot of things between different states, because even though we all have some of those, those same rules, how they're implemented, how we operate is very, very different. So those can be a real solution and a great source of networking, some camaraderie, or just the fact, gosh, we're not alone. And, and a cool way to thank your healthcare partners that are out there um, like yourselves that are, that are handling some of those exact same struggles. And the touch point, like what Tiffany was talking about, another touch point after something like that is being able to either hand deliver that certificate to them because they do have to have a certificate to upload for their approval or having again, those touch points afterwards for communication. Most of the times when we teach something, they automatically set a second date at the hospital because they love it. Or they're like, hey, can we do this after hours? And we allow those people that attended to select the topic for the next meeting. So really cool ways to, and, and it is always direct referrals that come from it. There's always a surge. So um, great, great segue on that, Tiffany, and, and a wonderful gift that you can bring to your, um, your valuable healthcare partners that are out there. Um, so as um, this particular um, program with beefing up that pipeline. We're actually in, in a couple episodes going to give you the second part of this because we know this is a pretty meaty topic. Um, in closing though, we do wanna have, um, and uh, oh, actually prior to that, let me give you that contact information. We gave that the first time. A telephone that we're always accessible by because we know that census never sleeps. And that number is area code 614-582-6733. Again, that's 614-582-6733. So our song that we end with you today um, is actually one of my all-time faves. And it's, it's, all about, um, it's all about Tom Petty. And I think it really emphasizes what you've all dealt with um, in terms of sticking with this amazing profession, with this calling, and um, also standing firm to what your beliefs are. And, and again, don't, uh, don't give up on this process because what we're talking about and what Tiffany was addressing today, so importantly, is, is something that truly works and will open up some doors and also give us some hope and, 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 a, and a little bit of, of extra positivity in what we're doing right now. So that song is Tom Petty's Stand My Ground. All right, thanks everyone. Thank you.